When someone begins to question their faith, the last thing church leaders want to do is say the wrong thing or handle it in a way that will further push them away. With so many historical concerns or doctrinal questions, what is a leader supposed to do? I'm happy to report that Leading Saints is here to help with the Questioning Saints Library. This is a full library of 20 plus presentations related to how to minister to an individual who is questioning their faith. We cover topics like how to answer tough questions, maintaining your relationships when someone leaves the church, and how to embrace doctrinal ambiguity. If you want to review all the sessions from the Questioning Saints Library at no cost for 14 days, simply go to leadingsaints.org 14. That's leadingsaints.org 14. While you're at it, we'll give you access to all of our virtual libraries that cover several leadership-related topics. So click the link in the show notes or simply visit leadingsaints.org 14. Hey, if you're a newbie to Leading Saints, it's important that you know, what is this Leading Saints thing? Well, Leading Saints is a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping Latter-day Saints be better prepared to lead. And the way we do that is through content creation. So we have this phenomenal podcast, we have a newsletter, we have virtual conferences, uh, so much more. And articles on our website, I mean, I could go on and on, right? <laughs> and we encourage you to uh, jump in, check out Leading Saints, uh, go to the search bar at leadingsaints.org and, and type in some topics and see what pops up. We're just glad you're here to join us. David Snell, Saints Unscripted, in the house, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Kurt? Good. I'm actually in your, not your house, but this house. is your your house of, of where you work, right? Yes. <laughs> Anyways. Thank uh, you for being here, Kurt. Thank uh, you. Pleasure to conduct this interview with you. <laughs> now, uh, for those that may not know, like, what is Saints Unscripted and who are you? And uh, what, explain this monster before us. Well, if you don't know who I am, you should really be ashamed of yourself. Just kidding. Um, so Saints Unscripted is a primarily a YouTube channel. Um, but we're also on Facebook and we do some TikToks and we've got an Instagram account and things like that. But primarily it's a YouTube channel and um, it, it, I wasn't around when it first started, but it, it started as um, it was noticed that YouTube is a pretty terrible place to learn about the Church of Jesus Christ <laughs> uh -huh. of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. And so they set out to, you know, provide a... a faithful voice. And right? this is like 2016, maybe? Oh, yeah, probably before that, probably okay. like 2015, something like yeah. that. And, and that time it was, I mean, now there's some great, you know, I think people have figured out and there's some great resources like yours, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of great but stuff. But back then there. it was like uh, anti, anti, and then here's another anti. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there are more great creators <clears throat> out there. I, I'd still say that um, antagonistic material about the, our faith is still overwhelming yeah. on, uh, on YouTube. But um, so we wanted to kind of provide a, a relatable, um, fun, Latter-day Saint faithful voice uh, that that uh, could kind of talk about. It started out as talking more about, you know, cultural quirks and more having fun and just having a fun talk show for, you know, young Latter-day Saints to watch on YouTube, yeah. which didn't exist at the time, as far as I'm aware. Um, and over time, that has kind of evolved into more of a teaching platform where we where we're teaching about latter-day saint beliefs um we it's saints unscripted our our main show is 
as per the title, unscripted, and we bring on guests. We've had we just had you on before That's right. we recording just recorded, this. So stay yeah. tuned. Right? It's, it's gonna be good. Um, <laughs> I pointed to the microphone like people can see me pointing at them. Um, but uh, a couple of years ago, we started another segment of the show, which we just call Faith and Beliefs. Um, and they, I was asked to be in charge of kind of producing the the videos for that. But that is a scripted segment of our show, and that's more dedicated to shorter videos that are more pointed at a certain topic. Um, we really just kind of get down to the nitty gritty and, and talk about the facts, talk about the history of different controversies um, and questions that people have. It's not all that. Like We also just get into history and, and mm-hmm. the story of the church and different things. We've got an episode coming out soon about uh, the Deseret Alphabet which oh, I'm nice. super excited cool. for. It's not really that controversial, but it's really interesting. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, so so today, yeah, we've got the main show, Saints Unscripted, where we bring on a lot of great guests um, and experts in different things that uh, that can that can speak to different aspects of of uh, our faith. And then we've also got the faith and belief segment, which is uh, usually a little more serious. Well, we we try to keep it light as well, um, but uh, we talk about you know, some heavier stuff there, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. And we just, we hope it's a, a place for younger people. I mean, older people as well, but, yeah. but younger people to come and, and I noticed you gestured towards me. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of gestures, <laughs> speaking of older people, Kurt, um, but like, we just, we want to share the gospel and, and help people be excited about our faith, whether you're in our faith. Uh, I mean, when, when you're in the faith, we want you to feel like you have things to be proud of and mm-hmm. excited to talk about. Uh, if you're outside our faith, we want you to be able to learn about our faith in a non-threatening environment. Um, if you have questions about our faith, we want you to be able to come and understand our perspective on controversial issues and things like that. Um, but but we wanted it to be such that you didn't have to read an academic an academic article to be able to digest the information, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and that's, like, with the demographic you're focusing on, so that the young adult, is that fair to... Yep. A good general classification. Mm-hmm. I mean, they... You just see the nature of social media and how it works. I and, mean, of course, like, on Sunday, they'll sit on a pew and listen to a 15, 20-minute discourse, right? But if they're on you know, social media, Instagram, and a 35-minute devotional at BYU pops up, they're not going to just stop and, and listen. That maybe where in the 90s, that's sort of all we had. <laughs> it's like, yeah. if I want to get some good, solid doctrinal insight, this is what I'm going to, to listen to. And so is is there a, maybe explain the method to it all that I think would be interesting for leaders to understand is just like, are you looking for short and condensed content that's going to appeal to that since that's what they're seeing anyways? Yeah, I, I, you know, we've experimented a lot, I think, in the past with different types of content. We've gone through different um, segments of the show that have come and gone and have, you know, served their purpose and we've we've moved on from them. We had uh, a segment that was called Unofficial Missionaries, which, um, you know, the, the idea behind that was there are a lot of people that want to know more about our church and about our faith, but don't necessarily want to meet with the missionaries because mm. that, that can be kind of a pressure situation. Yeah. Um, and so we had on a couple of hosts that would essentially talk about the missionary lessons, um, but they were missionaries and you could just learn about it over YouTube and things like that. Um, 
So we've done several different things, um, but generally, yeah, our, our the main show, our videos are usually around 15, 20 minutes. Um, my faith and beliefs episodes um, that Taylor edits, he's another host of our show, Taylor Jorgensen, who's fantastic. Um, those are usually about six minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they were like three minutes, but I just, you can't condense some yeah. topics down <laughs> that much. Um, but when we have... Um, you know, certain guests on that that have a lot to say. We'll do longer episodes. I think we've done you know some half hour episodes when you bring on, you know, kind of heavy hitting scholars talking about tough subjects. You know, Brian Hales. I think we've done some longer episodes with things like that. So yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. get wor- any word from like people using this content maybe in the context of a pre-scorm or a, a nose yeah. quorum or anything like that? Yeah, um, I've gotten a few messages of of people like snap. I remember specifically one person snapped a picture during, uh, I think it was elders quorum or Sunday school on Sunday. And they had the, the white projector screen pulled down and there was, you know, a thumbnail of one of our videos that they were watching during class. Yeah. Uh, I know policy wise, yeah, hey, we're not wise, endorsing any, <laughs> we yeah, won't tell if you it, do. <laughs> it's a little discouraged to use, you know, sources that aren't technically, uh, affiliated with the church. But, uh, but yeah, people uh, have used them in that context. Also, I, I have heard about people using it in like institute classes or mm-hmm. seminary classes. Again, I don't know if that's, uh, yeah, yeah. I, but I'm, I, I'm unorthodox enough that I would just do it. Yeah, yeah. And I think there is like, I just think like in a, in a preschool or a young women's class where you're going to maybe talk about some concept that, that you've covered on Saints Subscripted and it's like a three, five, six minute video and hey, let's just watch this and just good warm up and, and the, the, your production values, you know, top notch that, and they're not meant to be like a funny comedy, you know, type thing, but they're, they're entertaining and they're, there's mm-hmm. clips and things that they come through that make it really engaging. Right. And so it's a good yeah. way to maybe warm up a group before you jump into maybe a, a really tough uh, doctrinal discussion. Yeah. I, and I hope, I hope that people see that, that yeah. value in it. Um, Taylor, our editor, and I are both huge movie buffs, and so we just have, um, you know, pop culture pop culture references littered throughout the mm-hmm. the faith and beliefs videos, especially. And we uh, were put in charge of getting props for our new set that we're using in our studio, so there are little nuggets of <laughs> pop culture there as well. And uh, hopefully that that interests people. Yeah. I find it entertaining. Yeah. So just talk to me about like. Uh, because I imagine you keep in the comment section is a dangerous place to wander, but, but I'm sure you get feedback and you see the comments and things like, just talk to us about that young adult demographic. Um, cause as leaders, sometimes it's like, we want to understand them. We want to speak to them. We want to teach them in, in, in ways that they are going to, uh, be drawn towards the gospel and the doctrines of the gospel. So, I mean, what if if you were the uh, expert witness uh, of all things <laughs> young adult? Like, where would you start with that? Man, I I would say that antagonistic material will find the youth, whether they like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just like if you're on the internet, if you're on any kind of social media, it's really just almost unavoidable. At this point, um, and we need to be prepared to talk about those things. Yeah. Um, just because the subject is taboo or not talked about traditionally, that that's that's not 
like tell when a youth comes to you with a really tough question you know saying oh we don't talk about that or, or like a lot of people have questions about uh, temple ordinances for example oh, yeah you can't just say well we don't talk about that that's not resolving any kind of concern that's 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 not helping mm-hmm. that individual and chances are that they're going to continue to seek an answer but if members aren't talking about these controversial issues then antagonists of our faith are the people who are who are controlling that conversation and so we have to ask ourselves are we more dedicated to um you know this tradition of not talking about taboo subjects or sensitive subjects uh and letting you know antagonists talk about that control that conversation or are we uh are we willing to you know kind of step across that that line and and hopefully help our yeah our younger people and and they live in like in this culture of of uh of like information and and quote-unquote facts like they can go to google and they can find the answer or the fact or the 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 story or whatever and um i I was interviewing clay olson who um does a lot of work around pornography and um about you know helping the younger generation learn the dangers of pornography and he he mentioned the the point that we can't just come to them with this feeling like pornography is bad, it's a sin, avoid it. They actually want the facts. Like yeah. this is what it's doing to your brain, or this is the the ugly side of you know the exploitation happening behind the scenes. And once they like understand this, sort of this logical comp- compartment of or this logical component of the whole discussion, then they'll hear the oh yeah, and it's a sin and it's dangerous. They, they almost need the whole package. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I'm not going to quote him perfectly, but uh, it was a few years ago that uh, President Ballard was talking to oh I don't know who the congregation was, but he said something along the lines of, you know, the days have passed when we were able to respond to questions with, you know have more faith, you know, mm-hmm. uh, work on testimony, your testimony. Right? Yeah, yeah, like bearing your testimony. Um, like th- that time has passed and our youth need something else and, and they need good information, I think yeah. is what they need. Um, and I would say that one of the issues that the youth are facing is uh, I, I think we trust, and this is kind of ironic coming from me, but I think we trust social media influencers mm-hmm way more than we should yeah um like we see a tiktok and we're like oh well that answers that you know Uh that's that's the end all be all of this subject and uh and i think that that's really tearing people apart in in some ways yeah this whole influencer dynamic is really interesting and i think especially leaders who work you know uh or who lead young adults need to really be familiar with it because it's of course in an ideal world of of the gospel we think well we have 15 great influencers like yeah. aren't they great well yeah but conference comes around every six months and that's great and and we should revisit those talks again and again um but like you said they may hear one influencer sort of give this nuanced sort of uh first step into confusion of a doctrine or perspective of the church but then they hear it like an hour later from another one and then another one and then by sunday they've heard this message over and over again and so we think now we're going to straighten them out it's like no we need to make sure we point them towards resources that are that uh, you know other influencers faith promoting resources like like saints and scripted to make sure that they're hearing all sides of this because they're going to hear it. we can't just say you know don't read that don't follow that account or whatever because yeah. If we can't, it's not we them, can't it's just, the other. Yeah, we can't just say like, oh, a critic wrote this, therefore 
uh, you can just ignore it, right? right? Yeah. That yeah. doesn't always work. You have to get into the details. And uh, and one of the things that we do on Saints Unscripted, or specifically the faith and beliefs videos that um, I help produce, we um, usually, almost always in the YouTube description, we will include a, a fire hose of links hmm. so that you can go and do your own research, carry this away from, you know, whatever video you're watching and start doing your own homework, read, you know, these articles, these scriptures, these conference talks or whatever it may be, these studies. Um, and so you can come to your own conclusion. Um, because that's, that's really a challenge I think is, is we don't like doing homework because we like having an answer in five seconds or 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we don't like to do our homework, we don't do our homework, which means that <laughs> we don't know how to do homework, mm-hmm. I think is what that translates to. Um, and so that's kind of something I'm trying to do is like when I present a topic, often what you're seeing is just the stuff that I've recently learned. Like I don't, I wasn't born with this knowledge about, you know, the priesthood ban and controversial issues like this. Like I had to sit down and study it out and come to my own conclusions um, and then what you see on the screen are like my conclusions and, and you're kind of seeing the evidence or the result of this homework process. And uh, I, I, I want to encourage the youth to learn how to do that and to do that for themselves mm. because there are so many voices on both sides um, that are gonna to want to tell you what to do and what to believe and how to interpret things. It's a really valuable skill to be able to put those voices aside, recognize them, but but be able to step away from them yeah. and say, what do I think? What what? How do I interpret these things? What conclusions am I coming to based on the evidence that I'm seeing? And I think that's a really valuable skill that that we're seeing less and less of, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Anything else about the the young single or young adult, some, sometimes single adult uh, demographic that that you've learned about just or, or are learning about currently that maybe leaders don't quite understand? It's it's a it's a it's a different world than we grew up with, mm-hmm. um, and I think that we need to take them seriously. Uh, and listen to them and and not with the intent to respond but with the intent to understand where they're coming from um, because these are these are our future leaders right like yeah. we need to make sure that they're they're they have a sure foundation right um, man I could talk for hours about <laughs> the dangers of social media and, and yeah. influencers and whatnot. Like, but. like, well, from your experience with social media, like what's a, cause I, I've even wrestled this myself. Like I don't, you know, you see studies out there and who knows, maybe some just influencer telling me what, what to think, but like just, we, we did not evolve. Our brains are not like wired, wired for the social media experience, but it, it, you know, and you, you know, insert your favorite documentary about the dangers of social media. Yeah. Like it, it's, where the the dopamine hits and like it just keeps drawing you back right and and so how how do you navigate it or mm. and how do you see other young adults do or is it just they're, they're just sucked in and i mean you can't stop at a stoplight and not see a passenger in a car yeah. that doesn't have a phone out right yeah 
Well, the advantage is that most people really just hate us, right? <laughs> As Latter-day Saints. <laughs> so it's hard for your head to get too big when when a lot of the comments in the comment sections are just yeah. beating on you, right? Um, but, but it's something that we try not to... So, so talking about views, right? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the dopamine comes from, you know, oh, got to get, got to get a new viral hit out there. Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to see many viral videos from Saints Unscripted, and I think that's okay because I think a lot of virality comes from controversy, but also um, like contentious controversy. Mm -hmm. Like people love seeing, you know, Mormon versus devout evangelical debate. <laughs> You know, the throwdown of the century. Yeah. Right? yeah, and people love that kind of content, um, but that's not what we do. And that's mm -hmm. we would probably get more views if we did, but I don't think that that's um, the audience we're after. Yeah, we're looking for you know the people who are just sincere seekers of of truth, or people that are just genuinely curious about about our faith and what it's like to be a Latter-day Saint. And um, so we don't have a lot of views, but I think that they're really valuable yeah. views. It's almost like that steady voice, right? And I think leaders can fill that role as well, that I may not hear anything remarkable or dynamic from you know my good bishop, but that voice and message is always steady. And, and similar to yours, you know, as, as I see different uh, topics come up that you, you cover. It's like, oh, it'll be interesting to see how they break that down or cover it or answer that question, right? And yeah. just putting these steady voices out there for these uh, these young adults to to consider and and put up against maybe some of the uh, the opposing opinions is really helpful, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, I would I think it'd be foolish for a leader not to be aware of Saints Unscripted and the good work you do to as these topics come up. I mean especially in a bishop's office to whip, you know, whip out a clip and, yeah. and, uh, well, and, and show it. I think that one of the, and I don't want to pat myself on the back too much, just <laughs> kind of plugging our, our show here, but, um, I'm, I'm really proud of it. Um, I, I think that the, the, the faith and beliefs videos, which are just kind of have been my baby, um, on the show. Um, it's, it's a, it's a really valuable database of a variety of important topics. Um, and they're valuable for new converts who are just trying to learn more about the church. They're valuable for members who have been in the church for a long time that are just learning new things or just hearing about new controversies, um, which I think happens a lot. They're valuable for missionaries who are um, receiving questions from investigators about these things, which is going to happen a lot because most everything that an investigator is going to know about our faith is what they're going to read online or see on TV. And those probably aren't going to be great things, but missionaries aren't trained to respond to those mm -hmm. tough questions. They're, you know, lesson one, two, three, four, basics of the gospel, which is great mm -hmm. and essential, and that's what they should be focusing on. But it would be really nice if they, you know, had the, the, the background knowledge to be able to respond to, you know, whatever these investigators are throwing out. Um, they're also valuable, these videos, for uh, non-members. Non you know, if you're doing a book report on Latter-day Saint beliefs, mm -hmm. like, come watch the video. I'm not going to try to, you know, connect you with the missionaries unless you want to be, of course. Um, I'm not going to try to convert you. I'm not going to try to bash on your beliefs and 
and you know talk about how wrong you are and how right we are um I, they're just they're valuable for anyone that has questions about our faith um if if bishops are listening to this or stake presidents um bishops and stake presidents aren't trained to talk about these things they're not historians mm-hmm. um and that by no fault of their own like that's what you right. get with a lay leadership mm-hmm. um but it is so helpful like like for instance for me i don't i don't have all the answers i don't pretend to have all the answers but at least i know of some resources that people can turn to to be able to come to their own own conclusions on things like i might not know a lot of stuff about the restoration of the melchizedek priesthood but i know that i can turn you to interpreter journal articles or byu studies or conference talks that talk about these things uh, so you can at least Get, a, get to a starting point on your quest to learn more, right? So I think that it's, it would be really valuable for bishops when people come in struggling with, you know, tithing or whatever it may be, um, to at least know what resources are out there provided by Saints Unscripted that, that can respond to these things um, as opposed to, you know, I've never been a bishop, but but if you're not trained in these things, I... I I hope there's, I would expect there to be maybe some floundering mm-hmm. uh, when these questions come up. Um, so yeah, I, I hope that leadership knows that these videos exist. Yeah, we, we have a lot of silly videos, you know, on the main show, um, on, on the unscripted show where we just kind of, we're shooting the breeze sometimes yeah. and playing some different silly games. Um, but we also have some really serious guests on, um, you know, Royal Skousen, you know, the he knows more about yeah, the text of the Book of Mormon than anyone on the planet. Yeah. Um, or, or Brian Hales or Paul Reeve or, you know, all these different scholars that we have on the main show, in addition to the Faith and Beliefs episodes where, um, you know, we're, we get down to business real fast and, and we don't, I mean, we try to be entertaining and have fun, but we're not messing around, you know, yeah. we're, we're shooting straight and we're going to, and the thing is, is like if I, I I try to be very conscious as I script those faith and beliefs episodes of um, what 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 uh, counter arguments there might be or what critics might respond with to these things. I try to preempt those questions um, so that there's kind of no stone left unturned um, after the episode is over. That's really hard to do in a quick episode. So and of course there's always you know plenty more to say about each topic which is why i leave the additional resources in the youtube description so people can go do their own homework but um but yes we are you know some goofy young people talking about latter-day saint culture um, but we've we've got some really great resources and some some really serious uh solid stuff that's out there that that i'm proud of that i hope that can be really helpful to people. Yeah. Any, I sort of, (laughs) when people ask this question to me all the time, as far as like, how do you, how do you come up with your, your content? Or, you know, people ask me, how do you find the people you interview or decide? And I'm uh, inside, I'm thinking, well, (laughs) sometimes I'm just like, you get over here, sit in front of the mic. (laughs) Like, uh, but I mean, is there a, is there a method to your madness as far as like staying up to date with what the questions and concerns or type of videos that would be most helpful to your audience would be? Yeah, so um, 
the 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 great part about my job is I have a pretty pretty long leash uh, to kind of research and produce videos on on whatever I might be interested in mm-hmm. at the time. So a lot of them are just based on that, like they're, they're based on questions that I have, or maybe rumors that I've heard or claims that I've heard about church history or whatever. Um, and I say, okay, let's sit down, let's do the homework, and the result is the video you see, right? Um, but there are also, that, that's one of the good things about comment sections is you can kind of gauge what other people are interested in and what questions they have. So there have been lots of episodes that um, have uh, come about from from that, from YouTube comment sections or Facebook comment sections where people have said, you know, I'm confused about this. Can you help me with it? Or, or, or even people just saying, you know, outright throwing out antagonistic claims ah joseph smith did this and this and this and i say oh i don't know about that okay i'll sit down and you know maybe an episode comes out of it um one great resource um is missionaries Hmm. we've found that um a lot of missionaries are are using faith and beliefs videos um to help prepare them to respond to these kinds of controversial questions um sometimes they might even you know, tell their investigator, hey, go look at this video. This, yeah, this talks cool. about it. Um, but I'll get lots of mes- messages from missionaries saying, hey, this person had this question. Do you have a video on it? And I'll say, oh, no, I don't. Here are some resources. But then I'm also thinking, hmm. Yeah, maybe we can do something. Here. What about this question? Yeah. yeah that's cool. And so some, sometimes it, it turns into a video. Nice. But, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Anything we, I mean, as far as like if you're standing in front of a room full of bishops and relief society presidents <laughs> and uh, stake presidents or whatever. I mean, anything else uh, we haven't touched on would be worth exploring or? Um, man, I would just encourage them to, again, I don't want to sound too much like I'm patting myself on the back. I, I, I the more I've been involved in, uh, you know, being an influencer, you <laughs> can't right. see me doing the air quotes, right? <laughs> but like, um, I know, I know that a lot of people, you know, hear, you know, oh, look, another, another influencer, right? Ugh, <laughs> you know, what do they know? Uh, and I totally get that. Like, uh-huh. I get that, and I, and I'm, I don't want to come across as big-headed or like I have all the answers. I'm not, like, I, I have a public Facebook page, um, which I tried to avoid doing for a really long, long time because I just, I don't, I don't feel good about like self-promotion uh-huh. like ah oh, look at my face and look at how much i know you know <laughs> um so i don't want to come across that way um I, I i'm hoping to be you know redirecting people towards just good resources and ultimately towards christ right um but i hope that bishops and other leaders in the church will at least just go on youtube or go on facebook look up saints unscripted um, or, or if you are looking specifically for just kind of the quicker, more hard-hitting faith and beliefs videos, we have a Facebook page just called Faith and Beliefs. I think it says Faith and Beliefs, a Saints Unscripted production or something mm. like that. Um, and I would hope and encourage you to just go there and look at what we have. Um, watch some of the videos. Like, like Just look through the titles. If something interests you, watch it. And judge for yourself whether or not it's going to be useful to you or not. Um, because, the, I mean, I came home from my mission 
and I was like, I know everything, right? Like I've been teaching the gospel. <laughs> Explored every corner of the doctrine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've, uh, I've been through the depths. Um, and, and, you know, I know how to teach the gospel. And, but then I, I, I came into this world of tough questions and church history, and I just realized I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Because it's not necessarily normal for a, a you know your regular member of the church to be diving into the Joseph Smith papers and and you know interpreter journal and and all these scholarly things. We generally stick with what we hear at general conference, the scriptures, um, you know maybe Ensign Magazine or Lee Hona. I guess I don't know <laughs> if right. I changed the name. Um, we stick with you know the standard stuff, which is great stuff, but it doesn't always address the things that people are really struggling with Mm -hmm. today. Um, And so I I just, I would hope that leaders would, would check out our channel, look at what we have. And, uh, and I think that the ideal scenario, I mean, obviously this isn't ideal, but like if somebody comes to you with a question about church history, like my hope is that instead of saying, you know, you know, just read your book of Mormon more and, and pray more and, you know, go up to 11% tithing. No, don't do that. But, uh, you know, those are great things minus the tithing thing. That was a joke, but like, you know, reading and praying and having faith, those are great things. But, but sometimes we turn to those things because we don't know the answer to their question. And just because you don't know the answer doesn't mean that there isn't an answer. We have a lot of answers. We don't have all the answers, but, but there are a lot of questions that we have really good answers to um, but if you don't know where to go for those answers, then it's a missed opportunity to have a connection with yeah. whoever's struggling with that. So, so if you look at our videos and at least are even just familiar with the topics we cover and just kind of have a mental note of those things, and then somebody comes in and says, hey, Bishop, you know what? I just heard that Joseph Smith married a 14-year-old year old girl. Like, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do with that? And you think, oh my gosh. I know of a video on that subject. Mm-hmm. I have a resource that I can throw, you know, to this person uh, that might help. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I'm hoping that our videos can be used for. That they they're just resources to to help people that are looking to learn more, whether they're struggling with the history or just curious about it or or whatever it may be. But uh, we just want to provide people with with resources that are going to be accessible. Um, and not intimidating or threatening. Yeah, and, and that's why I wanted to definitely feature the good stuff you're doing because it, it can be such a strong resource for those leaders that just need something. Plus, there's an you know an entertainment value to it. It's not uh, you know a dry scholarly paper that uh, you have to read through or whatnot, but uh, it's uh, digestible for sure. Yeah. So, so obviously, go to YouTube, subscribe anywhere else if they want to learn about the work you do. Yeah, um, ooh, we've got again, we've got. Um, Saints Unscripted on Instagram. We've got Saints Unscripted on Facebook, on TikTok, the Faith and Beliefs page on on Facebook. Um, I have, again, my own public page. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just called David Snell dash Saints Unscripted. Um, again, I don't necessarily like to promote myself too much, so I just kind of... Um, yeah, post our videos and yeah. like I'll run across really fascinating things from church history that uh, that don't make it into a video but so I'll post some of those things sometimes but I'm happy to chat with people uh, I'm really quick to respond to, to messages on there I love doing that I love the you know one-to-one interaction 
um, that I get to do. But uh, so if you have questions, you can you can uh, contact me there. Um, where else? I don't. I think that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. and and we'll link to anything else as, as well in the show notes. That uh, if you think of something that you know that quilting side gig you got. <laughs> it's crochet. Hey, crochet. Kurt. I'm sorry. It's crochet. <laughs> Only grandma's quilt. That's right. All right, David. The last question I have for you is just like reflecting on your time, like this journey you've been in creating content and trying to answer tough questions. Like, how has that helped you become a better follower of Jesus Christ? There's a book by um, the Hafens, Bruce and Marie Hafen, yeah. called Faith is Not Blind. Love it. It's a great resource. Yeah, fantastic. Quick read, too. Um, but they outline this process, right, of um, dealing with tough questions. And the first stage is simplicity, right, where everything's just kind of butterflies and rainbows, and that's oftentimes due to just sheer ignorance, right? Mm-hmm. Like, w- they're butterflies and rainbows because we haven't found the, you know, pits and bats and stuff yet. <laughs> Um, and then the second stage in this process is uh, complexity. So we move from stage one, simplicity, to stage two, complexity. And complexity is kind of when that bubble bursts. And uh, your unrealistic expectations from the first stage kind of come crumbling down and you're in trouble, right? You're feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm not as certain as I used to be about these things. There's ambiguity. I don't have answers to every question. Um, there's some gray area in this topic or, um, you know, the evidence is not unambiguous uh, regarding this bit of church history. Um, And that's a hard place to be. And that's where a lot of people end up leaving our faith is because they find that complexity and they're like, this is, this is the end of my journey, right? Like I'm going to, there's no, there's nothing past this complexity. And we want to be sensitive and, and loving to those people who come to that conclusion Um, But there's a third step, a third stage in this process, and it's simplicity beyond complexity. Um, And and that's where you kind of, you deal with this, you deal with the complexity, but it's not the end and it's not all there is. And you resolve some of the complexities, you learn more throughout that process. Others you just kind of sit with and... uh, and find other ways of, of coping with. Um, you, you form new expectations that are more realistic, um, but you get to a place where, where you're, you're comfortable in some of the complexity, right? Um, and that's a really nice place to be, I think. Um, and, and it's a, it has helped me grow closer to Christ because I think I have a more realistic understanding of who he is and, and how he operates, right? Um, and uh, it's uh, when, when we're in that first stage of simplicity and somebody tries to throw complexity at us, it can be scary because we don't, um, we don't know how to respond sometimes and that can kind of trigger a fight or flight response. Um, or can bring out some aggression in us. And that's when we start arguing with people online about religion and things like that. Um, but when you get to this kind of settled simplicity or, or um, simplicity beyond complexity, when you get to that stage, it's a lot easier to, I think, interact with people because you're, you're more confident in your just knowledge 
of of the gospel and and gospel principles um and more confident in your in your faith just because you're aware of the tough questions um but it it has allowed me to better um love people and, and be more of a peacemaker um and that's one of the things i've learned is that your your relationship in order to be a disciple of Christ, you don't need to have a perfect theology. You don't need to know all the answers to every question. He taught us in the Bible, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one for another, right? And uh, and so throughout all of these, you know, academic topics and controversies and nuances in history, I feel like I've come to a point where um, I'm, I'm more concerned about loving others than being right. And uh, that brings me closer to Christ. The amount of knowledge I have, which isn't a lot, obviously, I mean, compared to you know, others, and the more I learn, the more you, the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know, but um, like the, the amount of knowledge we have isn't an indicator of how of the quality of our relationship with Christ. Um, and so throughout all of this, it's just, it, it has helped me to prioritize some things more than others. And academia is important um, and useful, but at the end of the day, it, I, I've, you know, I always come back to, it's, it's more important to love others. I could wield this academic knowledge as a club to beat people with and to Bible bash with people. Um, but I don't think that that's what Christ would want me to do. Um, and it's taken this, you know, journey to, to, to get there, but that's sort of where I'm at. I, and again, that's, that's, you know, another thing that I think bishops and other leaders need to know is that yes, yes, provide answers for people where answers exist. You need to be prepared with those resources, know what they are. Um, but also just love people. That's that's probably the most important thing you can do. And, and bishops and stake presidents, they're already great at that, you know? So I'm probably preaching to the choir, but it's something that uh, has been impactful for me. That concludes this episode of the Leading Saints podcast. We'd love to hear from you about your questions or thoughts or comments. You can either leave a comment on the uh, post related to this episode at leadingsaints.org or go to leadingsaints.org slash contact and send us your perspective or questions. If there's other episodes or topics you'd like to hear on the Leading Saints podcast, go to leadingsaints.org slash contact and share with us the information there. And we would love for you to share this with any individual you think this would apply to, especially maybe individuals in your ward council or other leaders that you may know who would really appreciate the perspectives that we discussed. Remember to access the Questioning Saints Library for 14 days. Visit leadingsaints.org slash 14. It came as a result of the position of leadership which was imposed upon us by the God of heaven who brought forth a restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when the declaration was made concerning the own and only true and living church upon the face of the earth, 
we were immediately put in a position of loneliness, the loneliness of leadership from which we cannot shrink nor run away and to which we must face up with boldness and courage and ability.